Hey, and welcome back to Dating Funnies. How is everyone? It's been a few weeks, I guess, since my last podcast. Not much really going on in my world. Still the same. I'm on all the different dating platforms, but not much success. I figured that would be the case last year when we're all shut down, or at least everyone's going online, so they say. Can't seem to get any interaction with anyone zoom meetings or skype or what have you let me ask the lady listeners out there if i may if you were to meet a gentleman that was in good physical shape he was very active he liked to surf paddleboard kayak snowboard play tennis jog weight training skip rope and meditate who, much, who looked much younger than his actual age, would that be enticing enough to interact with that person? To try to communicate with them and see if there's some common ground there to, to at least have a text or an email exchange and then go to a Zoom video and then eventually go to a meet and greet? Because we can do the meet and greets now. 50% occupancy indoors. Lots of people sitting outside. Enjoying a cup of coffee, a glass of wine. Well, the person I described, no, it wasn't me. Close, but not me. But it's a gentleman that wrote me. Greg, I'll call him. And that's his first name. He's 70 years old. And his friends, co-workers, all say he looks like he's in his 50s. Now, I'm in my mid-60s. And I'm constantly being told I look like I'm in my early 50s. But yet to have interaction with people is mind-boggling because there's very little to none. As a man or a woman, are you experiencing the same thing? What are some of your pet peeves that you're running into? Greg, as he puts it in his one paragraph to me, he says, another pisser is when a woman reaches out to you with a smile emoji online and or a message to get your attention. You respond back asking what their interests or hobbies and get no reply in return or reply a month or two later. What is up with that? I had a lady several months ago interact with me, and I said, great, why don't we meet up either for a Zoom video or let's meet for a cup of coffee. She goes dark on me. Here it is. Two and a half months later, she sends me another email. I said, great, good to hear from you. When are you available? We'll meet up for a cup of coffee somewhere. Whoosh! She disappeared. Now, I'm on the younger dating site, or they call it the sugar bowl, thinking, well, if I can't get 50, 60-year-old women to want to interact with me or want to meet... I'll dance in the sugar bowl again. I'm not interested in paying people to be with me. I had this one younger lady reach out to me. She liked my profile. We got emailing back and forth. And finally it came out what her expectations were, how much sugar she wanted. And I said, well, let me, let me think about it. In the back of my head, I already knew the answer was going to be, nope, not doing that. They, they have this thing in the sugar bowl called PPM, which is pay per meet, or allowances. And, of course, either one is off the chart. And allowances, they'll see you whenever they can see you or want to see you. So, to me, it's just a, it's ridiculous. I just chuckle at the whole thing. But my hat's off to this young lady because she said, okay, well, why do you think about it? If you decide yes or no, would you please just email me back and let me know that, yes, you're interested, no, you're not, because ghosting really isn't that cool. I sent her back an email. I said, yeah, I'll give you some thought, and I'll respond back to you. So I did. I said, look, I thought about it. It's not for me. 
But I, I wish you the best. Have fun on your trip. Good luck in your search. And she sends me back an email thanking me for getting back to her because she says that 99% of the people never respond. It's rude. Part of the reason why I haven't podcasted in the last several weeks, I was dealing with a client of mine. And their behavior was that when they didn't like what you had to say, they would disappear for two, three, four weeks. And this is a high level high net worth individual who chooses to ghost and stonewall people to get his way. It doesn't feel good when people do that. It didn't feel good to me. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Then they turn it around on you like you're the problem. I'm not the problem. The person that ghosts you is the problem, but it's challenging to say the least. He also goes on to talk about the scamming out there. And there is. I was chatting with a lady just the other day. She's Right up front, she says, well, are you going to ask me for my bank account information, credit card information, or ask me for money? I said, of course not. I'm not going to do that at all. I would never ask for that, and I, I don't want anyone else to ask for that. So we chat back and forth, lady in her mid-40s. And then the next day, she goes, oh, my car just blew a tire. I'm stuck. Can you send me $100 so I get my tire fixed? Now, she could have been genuine, but I haven't met her. I don't know her. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me send you $100. I'm not going to do that. So the fact that she came out of the gate saying, hey, I don't like being scammed out of money, and yet she's trying to hit me up for money, and I don't even know who the heck she is. I don't even know if the picture that she has on there is really her. I'm not going to do that. I'm hoping that you guys aren't doing that either. If someone asks you for money, the conversation needs to end. Do not send them money. And I get the frustration, as I've shared with you in previous podcasts. I get up, I go to work. I work all day by myself. I go home. I sit home all by myself. I want to interact with people. I want to interact with the opposite sex. I want to have sex. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to let it cloud my judgment of sending people money. Or like I was chatting with another lady this week, too. We seem to be hitting it off. Another dating site that I'm on. And then she says, <laughs> I had to laugh, hey, I'm in the antique business, and so I'm going to be leaving for a short period of time to go to Istanbul to buy antiques for a business here, and she'll be back in a week. Now, I've heard that dialogue before. Then they get over there, and sure enough, as the week goes on, she proceeds to tell me that she oh, lost her wallet, lost her passport. She doesn't have any money, doesn't have any credit cards. She really wants to get back home to the Seattle area. Could I please wire her the needed funds so she can get another passport, get airfare to fly back home? Ding, 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 ding. I'm not stupid. Of course, I played the game a little bit. I sent her back an email and said, hey, you know what? Give me your full name, your mailing address here, and I'll go ahead and buy you an airline ticket in your name so that you can fly from Istanbul to Seattle. Yeah, she disappeared. Please, folks, do not fall for these silly games that people are doing out there. I've heard it where people are milked out of money because we're, we tend to be desperate to have this interaction, desperate to get someone that's paying attention to us. But no, don't, don't, don't do that. Dating's hard enough as it is, let alone falling for that. I think they call it catfishing. Don't get catfished. 
I'm not going to. Greg also talks about he finds it somewhat baffled with women. And I don't mean that men do the same thing to women. So I'm just reading what he emailed me. It goes both ways. I totally get it. So I'm not sitting there trying to bash on women. This is for me talking to both men and women. We Believe it or not, we're all unique in our own ways. But yet we all experience the same struggles and challenges in everyday life and dating. So... Uh, don't take it one or the other. I'm just kind of reading here, but I know it will resonate with you folks. He's baffled with women on these sites with their photos and age. He gets hits from women in their 70s, 75 with only one photo in their profile. But it's one photo when they're 40 to 55 years old. Now, we all age differently. I get it. And I know men do the same thing. They put a picture on there that was 15, 20 years ago. And women do the same. Or they don't put up any picture of a flower, maybe. Maybe a bird. Maybe a dog. Maybe a cat. But they don't put up pictures of themselves. Everyone here deserves to be having a genuine conversation with someone that's actually real, not somebody 20, 30 years ago. That's not fair to anybody trying to meet someone. It's absolutely crazy. Some of you post photos that were 20, 35 years ago. And I get it. You know, women tend to not say the right age on these dating sites because they want to appear to be younger. Okay, I get that. And men tend to say that they're much taller and thinner than they are in real life. As if we're not going to notice when we finally meet you. Oh, you don't look like your picture. Oh, you're... Your profile said you're 5'11 and you're 5'2? You didn't think I'd ever see you get off the bar stool? That's absolutely not some of the things that he's running into. And I've run into it myself. What else he talks about? He sits there and uh, he talks about the age and stuff like that. So I've already addressed that. I'd like to hear some of your stories. I mean, I'm hoping. I, I got a text from a past employee of mine who has a friend that's gone through a divorce and she's now going out into the dating world and my past employee laughs and chuckles because she's heard the same stories from me so she's trying to connect me and her friend up so that i can have her friend come on uh, to my podcast and share her stories from a woman's perspective i think that'd be fantastic i'd love for her to be part of the podcast and maybe she could be a guest of mine every few weeks to add different dialogue and different content and context to everything that we're chatting about. So I'm looking forward. I'll reach out to her again today and see when she might be available to to do a podcast. And It's easy to do to remotely uh, when I chat with her on a Zoom video. I'd also like to share with you, since I don't have much more than what I've shared with you this for about myself. I mean, I, as a reminder, I'm on the sugar the Sugar Bowl site. Woo! I'm on the alternate site. You know, it's, it, it, most of these sites, I feel like I'm being stupid there alone, paying the $20, $30 a month, but I don't know where else to go. I'm on OkCupid. I'm on Tinder. I'm on Bumble. I'm on Match. I'm on eHarmony. You know, in Greg's email, he mentioned a couple of other sites I've never heard of before. Fitness Single. He's on Zeus. I haven't been on Zeus in years. I know there's there's, there's golf dating sites or motorcycle dating sites. There's whatever is out there. There's dating sites. And I don't know if you folks have ever watched the movie Must Love Dogs years ago. And the crazy lady in the movie said, oh, you got to be on all these dating sites. Different personalities for different people. Well, back then there was only like two or three. Now there's hundreds. And none of us are going to pay to be on hundreds of dating sites. I mean, as it is, I'm on enough to make your head swim. And I'm also tired of 
people coming at me wanting to meet and they want pay permits or allowances and that's people even their 40s and their 50s not what i'm trying to accomplish whatsoever so i've also chatted with melissa again via email of course and i'm not sure i shared with this with everyone last time or not but i thought it'd be something to talk about today she's got a couple of men that kind of show up on occasion but they do so unannounced and so she sits there and talks that you know she was snowed in surprised when her guy friend showed up at her place very disappointed because he didn't acknowledge any day that he's gonna show up he just kind of showed up as if she was now a booty call well, how disrespectful is that doesn't text doesn't call doesn't email just shows up at the front door thinks okay i'm here let's get naked i like that idea but it's not very considerate. And we go on to talk about that, that she's got a couple of guys that kind of have put her in that that realm of being a booty call as opposed to being a friend. And from my experience, if, if you want a woman to be a booty call, you need to, you need to, what do they say, fuck her mind? In other words, get into her headspace, appeal to her, find out what her love language is, you know, is it touch? Is it words of affirmation? Is it acts of service? Is it gifts? Is it quality time? What is it? Appeal to her. And women do the same thing to men. Appeal to them what their acts of service is. And then both of us are readily available and willing to be your personal booty call. You're making us feel warm and fuzzy in between the booty call. But if you have no communication and you're not kind, you're not pleasant, you're not respectful and you just show up at somebody's front door, I think that's pretty darn rude. Unless, of course, you guys have a set date, same time next week, and it's automatically assumed that you're just going to get naked, then that's different. But if you're just showing up at the front door, I mean, I wouldn't like it if, if I was seeing a lady and she just showed up at my front door automatically without letting me know, without an invite, I would say, yeah, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that whatsoever. It reminds me of of someone being jealous and being controlling, and then they also think that you just could always be readily available for them. And if you're not in an exclusive relationship, they have no business just showing up at your front door. I had that problem many years ago with somebody. They say, oh, no, if I did that to you, you would throw up all over me. Don't, don't do that to me. So... If you're fortunate enough to have somebody in your so-called bubble that you see on a regular basis, let's not forget to be kind to them and appeal to one of their five level languages. One of them is going to appeal to them. You know, the people I tend to uh, attract are people that like quality time or words of affirmation. I'm okay with that. I need to learn to talk to them. I think I think I've chatted about this once before, and I'm terrible at it, but. You know, what do women typically do when they see their girlfriends? Oh, is that a new hairdo? Is that a new blouse? Those shoes look great on you. And when we meet each other, we just go, dude, and we're good. But can you imagine if a guy went up to a woman, and I've, and I've screwed up on this before, dating someone. I remember chatting about the Latino gal I dated many years ago. I picked her up, take her out for lunch and a movie and stuff. And we got in the car and she started crying because I didn't notice her. I didn't notice that she had her hair done for me, that she had her dress on, a brand new dress she bought just because she wanted to impress me. I blew it. Down I blew it. Pay attention. Acknowledge them, right? Same thing with the guys. But I, in my headspace, thought, well, I was doing a big deal because I was taking a whole day off just to, 
to be with her, and I thought that was enough, but she wanted words of affirmation. So we all have that one love language that outweighs the rest of them. So we work so hard to meet someone, get them in our bubble. What can we do to keep them in our bubble and make them be willing and be a willing partner in the dating experience, right? Including sex. Nobody wants to have sex with somebody they don't like. I remember many years ago, this one lady kept treating me badly all the time. I enjoyed the sex. We had great sex. But when I left her house, I turned around and spit on her front door. I was so angry at her and angry at myself, allowing myself to be a victim of just great sex while she treated me like crap the rest of the week. But I kept going over there because the sex was so good. Stupid me? Stupid me, right? What did uh, Forrest Gunts, Gump once say? Uh, stupid is what stupid does, right? Uh, anyway, so, you know, like once again, I sound like I'm a dating counselor. I'm not really trying to be. I'm trying to keep this lighthearted, keep it fun best I can. I wish I had lots of more stories to share with everyone uh, in my own experiences. I'm trying to go back to the vault of years ago of dating situations that I've run into. Uh, I will close this out today by sharing with you that another lady on another site. We were chatting back and forth. She actually lives up in Canada. Seemed like a nice lady. She's in her mid-50s. Of course, I'm going, okay, well, how are we going to ever meet? Canada's locked down with this COVID. Could be forever, for, for all I know. But she started asking me questions. You know, do you have a son? Yeah. How old is he? He's this age. Well, you know, it says here that you do this and that. Yeah, that's me. Well, it also shows your net worth. Really? Blah, blah, blah. You really? Blah, blah, blah. About the money and stuff. I said, well, it's not about the money for me. And I have good years. I have bad years. We all do. Up and down like the yo-yo. And then... I typically get up really early in the morning, and come 6, 7 o'clock at night, I'm dead tired. I don't feel like texting people or emailing people. I'm just kind of vegging because I go to bed at 8, 8.30 at night, Seattle time. And, you know, that's the biggest joke when you get older is if someone calls you after 9 o'clock, the question you're supposed to ask is, did I wake you up? But I'm tired at the end of the day. So we are emailing back and forth a few days, and then she says, well, I find it interesting that you do not email me at night after you get home. So what is the real story? Okay, well, that's a valid question. So I sent her back and said, look, you know, I, I get up early, I go to bed early when I get home, I'm tired. I think you're married. Oh, okay, well, I get it that you're being suspect now, but I just explained to you the circumstances. So I made it a point the next day to make sure I emailed her after I went home. And I said, look, I'm just now finishing my day. I just had dinner, watching a little bit of golf. I'm going to bed shortly. Just wanted to say hi, good night. Well, the next day I get this whole email from her just blasting the hell at me that I'm not who I say I am and, and, you know, blah, blah about my age, about income, about being married. So, you know, I did what I normally do. Okay, I'm done. I don't need to get blasted with people. I get people, we all have questions. We should ask questions and vet them out over time. But when you start asking questions in a way to where you are trying to browbeat somebody down, I'm out. Don't do that to me. I want to, that's why to me being local is better because you know, so many people, the fake photos, the fake profiles, I want to get in front of somebody to see are they who they they say they were. Do they really look like their picture? How do we interact? And I'm an open book. Several years ago, I was on Match and I got an email from Match that said, hey, We've had a couple of complaints, people saying that you're married. No, I've been divorced since 1996. 
Could you send us a copy of your divorce decree? Really? Well, I went ahead and sent it to them. Yeah, I'm not married. And they, well, okay, thanks. We appreciate that. Thanks for verifying that. But it was it's so irritated me that people, instead of asking me, and then maybe through the conversation, I'd be more than happy to share with them my story. Then we take it and go meet, and then they can clearly see over time that I'm not trying to pull the wool over their eyes. And I get it. We're all jerked around by people all the time to the point where I'm getting sick and tired of being online. But through all this COVID stuff, I don't know how else to meet people. I'd like to find other venues in which to meet people, as I'm sure you would too. So how do we do that? And I'm going to end it with this. I get a request from each and every one of you. If any of you would love to be a guest on my podcast, or we can set up a a voice podcast wherever you're at, I can set it up remotely, I I can record our conversation and put it on, I'd be more than happy to entertain that with you. Whether you be a man or a woman, I don't care. I don't care what your sexual preferences are, I don't care. People are people. How we treat one another, regardless of sexual preferences, is, is, is sadly about the same. I mean, it's just the way we operate as a society. It's all through what I call the society umbrella. But if you're shy and don't want to do that, I'd love to get another email from Melissa or from Greg or anyone else that'd like to share their story of one of their funny dates, funny things that happened to them. I try to listen to a few dates and then I forget about them off of TikTok. And it's been uh, real interesting to listen to some of the people that are going through their dating challenges there. So next podcast, next week or two, I'll add a couple of dialogues that are on one of the TikToks because I think it's uh, good information and kind of a chuckle, some of the things I've run into. So again, hope everyone's doing well. Hope all your family members and your friends and yourself are healthy and safe. But it's now time to peel the mask back. Go outside, enjoy the spring weather. If you want to social distance, go ahead. But go out, let's go out and start having fun. Let's interact with people. That's what we do best. Again, this is Dating Funnies. You can email me at datingfunnies at gmail.com. That's D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have an awesome week.